welcome to the Shooting the Cube podcast presented by Heath Riles Barbecue with tips, tricks, and an inside look with some of the top pit masters in the game. Now here's your host, Heath Riles. We are back for another episode of Shooting the Cube and we're joined with two great friends, Bob and Mo. How are y'all doing today, fellas? Great. Doing great, buddy. What's up, Candace? What's up, Candace? Doing good. Well, we're just here. Trying to get this new year started. That's about it. What can I say? Yep. Same here, bud. So, uh, y'all been out to our farm doing a little hunting? Oh, yeah. How, how's it. that been so far? Love it. That was yeah. amazing. Beautiful property, buddy. Yeah. Beautiful property. Well, Gorgeous. It's got a maybe. ton of potential. Those, uh, those grassy, like, uh, pastures you just kind of put in there, are they like, uh, is that just grass or is food it, plots? Uh, food yeah, plots. like a food plot. Yeah, that's a blend of rye and okay. wheat and clover and a yeah. bunch of other stuff that we yeah. put in, but yeah. Yeah, they're nice. We finally, we wasn't getting any rain whatsoever and finally started getting some rain and it just started coming up and you can kind of see the entrance when we going in, the green yep. grass is just starting to sprout yeah. uh, from the wheat and the rye there, you know, seeded the side so it wouldn't wash, but but uh, we, we should be, uh, hopefully, sometime in April, yep. wrapping everything up and uh, and and having us a nice place. So maybe by fall again, y'all can come in this winter and oh. all that and uh, be able to do some hunting and maybe take a nice deer. Sounds good. Looking yeah. forward to getting Looking back there. You got a place, great compound. The building's beautiful, man. And just be able to walk <laughs> out and just get on the, get them side wrong. by side and just go right there. And that's yeah. it. Well, look, we've we've done some podcasts earlier with y'all separately, mm-hmm. and so we kind of know who y'all are. But y'all do a lot of things together, and one thing that y'all do very well together is work together on both y'all's brands. Y'all teach a, a line of classes, yes. and y'all tell us a little bit more about that and how kind of how y'all got started with it, and, sure. and kind of connected up and kind of how what it's grown into today. Because y'all have brand partners and. Yep. And what do y'all do? Over twenty classes a year, at least. Plenty, yeah. We do probably somewhere around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll get started. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I was doing classes, um, some barbecue competition classes, appetizer classes, grilling classes, things like that. Mo was doing classes on his own, and um, I think at that point we were. I was heading over to Germany, and I invited you over to Germany to compete in a big competition over there, and they asked us to do a class together. So that would that was our first class we did together. It was a huge hit. We had about sixty or seventy people in a big warehouse, and I think there were people representing maybe twelve or thirteen different countries. Um, and you know, we didn't really rehearse much. We just knew to do our thing. We did four meats. I did chicken and ribs. He did pork and brisket, and it just flowed. And we had a great time. Added a lot of humor to it, and um, people loved it. Right. Mm-hmm. So after that, you know, we were probably sitting in a bar somewhere in Germany and said, you know, we need to do this more often. Let's let's put something together for the States, do a little tour. Uh, and that's how, how it got started. That is, uh, cool. so, that's correct. <laughs> I can't really add to that, but that was, was Well, correct. I know that we come to one of y'all's yeah. classes. We come up uh, after, what year was that? Memphis in May. Uh, oh, y'all yeah. were having a class at your brother's place yeah, in, in Michigan. Michigan. Right. And cordially, uh, y'all just said, hey, man, y'all ought to come on up and hang out. Absolutely. And uh, 2020, 2021, 21, maybe? 21. 21. probably 21. And Candace is like, we ain't got anything going on. You know what? Let's drive up and, and just yeah. go hang out and see the countryside. And That's so friends. we drove up and, uh, and hung out with you and your brother and, yeah. and his wife and everybody and Mo and and man, we just kicked back while y'all talked to class, and mm-hmm. we, we stood back and kept the drinks flowing. And That's yeah. right. Yeah, that was hung fun out time. And, uh, that was things fun. like that. And, uh, that was the worst um, shot of bourbon I ever had. You probably don't remember that, do you? 
No. What, what did you have? When? Do you remember it was hot? That yeah. class was hot. Yes. There. So yeah. there was some. Weller. I don't What's think it was. Was it Weller? Today? I don't think it was Weller. I, it was green bottle Weller. I do. I don't know. I just remember night. it had been in, sitting in the sun oh all day. God. And oh, you. Yeah. It was yeah. in your syntax in the You box were like, yeah. oh, come here, no Candace. Ice. Let's take a shot of this. Ooh. I did. So it was like hot. ninety degree bourbon. That that's it. Was. I agree, but that's he did it too. I, I mean, too. I wasn't. I wasn't going. I remember. Leave him hanging. Yeah, and I, and I did it too, and I wasn't going to be no punk. So I'm gonna, I, I'm standing in front of Candace. I'm going to have to do it, and I did it. And that <laughs> it was, was about right there. <laughs> it was Woo, about it was hot. Right there. I, I had to use Jedi mind tricks. Be like, ugh. It was very warm. See, yeah, I like it neat, but I don't need the heat. Oh, it was hot. It had been sitting in the sun. It was warm. That was Weller. Yeah, it was. I remember. Yeah. So, are you a Weller drinker? I love Weller Green Label. I'm a Weller guy. I'm a Blanton's guy. Uh, I'm just good Kentucky bourbon guy. And then I also love my my Tito's vodka. So I drink Tito's vodka on the regular. And then when it's something special like here, a little bit of Weller. Yeah. I just so happen to have you know as you know a little bit of Weller over on. I seen it. I seen it. And I got me some. Gotta gotta (laughs) always keep a little bit of. I'm a Weller drinker. E. H. Taylor drinker. I mean, myself, I love Tito's as well. Um, it's uh, it's hard to beat a good bourbon every now and then. It really is. You're a man with good taste, man. Just like in firearms, dude, those rifles you let us borrow are B.A. Baracus. <laughs> hey. <laughs> that, that, um, dude, that, that, that 7 Mag, dude, that is uh, it is light as all get out and smooth, man. That action is smooth. Woo, that's a nice rifle. I'm going to have to buy I don't have one in my arsenal. That's actually a Sendero Remington. That I had an older model, and I took and had after, I don't know, 10 or 15 years of shooting, it took and had that carbon fiber uh, barrel put on it, that proof research. Yeah. And uh, actually, my new suppressor should be here anytime now. Yeah. So it kicked, uh, put the thump down on it just a little bit, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so you were shooting that 6.5 PRC. Yeah, PRC. Yeah, it's a beautiful gun. I didn't get to pull the trigger on it, but <laughs> it was nice to hold it. Yeah. That's <laughs> a, to hold it. So, uh, you know, talking about hunting, we can get into that. You, you got to classes and y'all went hunting yeah. while y'all were out here uh, visiting. So, um, y'all have been hunting a lot of last places. year several places, right? Yeah, Texas. And now hunting here. Mm-hmm. So, try to incorporate as much hunting and fishing. Y'all also do a bunch of fishing. Kind of like me when you go out of town, you're kind of looking and seeing what. Oh, yeah. Kind of where you're at and, and kind of kind of squeeze in a little bit of personal time no matter where you go. Yeah, I, I'm going to, you know. I had some family dynamics that happened not too long ago, and I and I sat there and thought and said, hey, you know, Mo, you need to start doing more what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And so here on out, man, Mo Casey's going to be hunting, queuing, Love fishing. every day. As <laughs> much as I can. Seriously, next year, dude, I'm going to have it lined up. I'm going to be hunting in all over, all over the states. I'll be down here. We're going to be out in Indiana. We'll be out in Kentucky. I'm going to be up in Wisconsin. I'm going to – I'm gonna get out there and and, and do what do do. We what need I to get want. us an elk hunt going, man. I know that's on my bucket list. I want to oh, do an yeah. elk hunt. Elk hunt. So, do you both of you just hunt everything? I mean, do you hunt? When I say that, I mean like, do you are you a duck hunter as well as a deer hunter? I need or? to come down and get with you because I know he's a big duck hunter. Yes, and I I have never duck hunt before. Okay, so I need to get in. Get, I want to get into that. Uh, uh, get into that because uh, I've never duck hunt before. Wing shooting is very fun. It's very different. A uh, lot of lot of eye coordination um and you know some ducks are really fast uh but i've got a good place to start you out at and i wish we could have went this time and the weather didn't 
yeah. didn't quite work out for that. Um, but it's it's a we got a nice game reserve down here that does a really good job, and that's a great place mm. for somebody to start with. And then then we we'll go to Arkansas, and that's where it gets there serious. Yeah. yeah, and like Mo, I've never duck hunted, but I used to goose hunt in Pennsylvania quite a bit, yeah. and that's a lot of fun. But they're a little bit slower than a duck. So have y'all ever done any pheasant hunting? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now y'all went pheasant hunting back in what? Uh, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. I grew uh, up. I remember seeing those pictures. Now, yeah, because yeah. you were hunting with one of your bull pups. <laughs> a <right>? bull pup, <laughs> which is not a smart thing to do. But so I you said, wouldn't carry it again. I would. You I would. took my I took my bull pup um, back in Iowa last weekend hunting deer. Slugs. <laughs> it's awesome. You got the eel tech, and wherever that red dot is, it that's where that slug is going. That's exactly right. I just it used is. a twelve gauge Benelli, right? Use your Benelli. Yeah, he's Benelli. I got seventeen pheasants. He got two. So that's you know. all right, though. But I got it with with I got Lucy, three actually. Lucy. So that Better leads than me into the question: How did you prepare the pheasants? Did y'all cook any of them? Yes, we did. We actually grilled them, right? Yep. Didn't I make a? Uh, did I do a pesto for that? Did a pesto. Yeah, I made a homemade pesto. And Mo put, I think, maybe his chicken, steakhouse steakhouse rub on there, mm-hmm. um, which is coarse. And you know, we had we breasted them out, and we actually did some of the legs too, mm-hmm. and awesome. just grilled them hot and fast, a little olive oil and seasoning. They got a little crispy in the outside, and made a pesto for them, and they were unbelievable. And like my friend's place is Adam Roche. Adam Roche, you guys know yeah. who he's a. Big time outdoor. He played for the, the Braves. He played for the White Sox. He's a big country boy out of uh, Fort Scott, Kansas. He's got a big ranch called E3 Ranch in his property in Kansas and also on the Missouri side because his properties mm-hmm. on both sides. And he does a lot of stuff for special forces guys, you know, veterans, uh, people with PTSD. He brings them out to his property and for the weekend, and they go out and they go and just hang out. They cook, they hunt. You know, and these are a lot of these guys. You know, that's how I met a lot of these SF guys is through Adam Roche. You know, um, I'm a Navy guy, and I've got other Navy, but I met a lot of the Navy SEAL guys through Adam Roche. Um, having, they were actually training on his property, which was awesome, and I got to participate with it twice. So, uh, and um, it is, and then and now I've done some things now from with other SEALs, charity events like out in Virginia and things of that nature. Which uh, with Bob and I bring Bob along and, and it's been a blessing, man. But uh, I love doing that. I love giving back to the uh, the community um, because I served and I know Absolutely. what it is about having entertainment coming in and doing something for us. Because you know when you go out and you put your life on the line and you work day in day out. When I was in the Navy, was out to sea, man. It's six on six off, six on six off, and that's nonstop. The only day you got off was Sunday, so it's six on six off, six on. 24 hours a day. And if you're out to sea for three months, that's what it is. And so to be able to get back in port somewhere and have some entertainment, that that means a lot. You know, I'm getting ready to take Bob overseas. I said, before I walked into your office, I just had a call with a guy that charges, uh, he's in charge of um, uh, all entertainment for the West. So Japan, Korea, California, anything west side, all the islands, you know, anything, anything with a military base, Army, Air Force, not Air Force, but Army, uh, Navy has their own, but Army, Marines, Air Force, and uh, we go out and we do stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and So we go to Canada, I mean, Canada, excuse me, we go to Alaska, and then we go to, I've been to Guam, I've been to Singapore, I've been to, there's a base in Singapore, there's Guam, and there's... Uh, we were in Hawaii last year? Hawaii last year, and we're going wow. back to... 
So it's cool, man. I know a lot of people uh, give back to things like that, and I don't. Uh, do y'all remember that deal Pat Burke used to do years ago? He would go up in Kentucky to the, I think Fort Bragg, mm, yeah. maybe, and he done a deal because they would always carry like. Three or four cookers with him. I know John David would go with him some yeah. years, and Craig Wilkerson will will be Q. Yeah, I remember something, but about I can't that. remember much about that event. But they would go and they would feed several yeah. groups of soldiers like that yeah. up at up at Fort Bragg. It was some kind of I can't even remember what it was. Now I'm going to investigate and go back mm. and look and see if I can find out. It's it's gratifying, you know. When when we went to Hawaii and I did Pearl, so that's Joint Base. So it's Navy, Army. They all. I mean, we fed eight hundred. Mm-hmm. It's only supposed to be 400. So I, four. I told him, I said, son, I told the, the, the captain, you know, you know, we need to feed because once this word gets out there on the island, mm-hmm. retirees are going to come in. People are going to come in and get that food. And sure enough, it was 800. And he was blown away. He was blown away at the food that we cooked. Now, there was not a liquor smoker there we had, but they have ovens. Like, they're ovens that they cook. They're the width between this wall to that door. That's just, and they've got like five or six shelves. And they're like, for me, past you. Yeah, put a dozen sheet pans each. That's yeah. exactly yep. it, dude. We had every machine, every cooker, every warmer, every full. oven. Full. Full, on, and hot in that, in that mess hall. And it was all, unbelievable. Yeah, and all those workers, all the military people that are working in the galley, yeah. you know, they're... They're, they're, they're helping you. They're, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're going off yeah, the direction. Yeah, they were great. I mean, I've got steam jackets making collard Big greens. Pots of beans and greens. Huge steam jackets making collard greens. And they ain't never had my collard green before. And, I mean, it was just, they were just. And then when you go to, and then the next day we went to the Marine base and fed them guys. Right. And to have grown badass Marines just cock up to you and just say, some boy went with Southern Draw, dude, I haven't had food like this, man, since I was back in Mississippi or since I was back in Tennessee, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Because he's been on the island. He's been there for two yeah. years or whatever. And to give them a little bit, cool. bit of home, that means a lot to me. It does mean a lot. Mm-hmm. It does mean a lot. That's always good giving back like that, man. So, what upcoming events do y'all? I know we've kind of hit on it this year. Where are y'all traveling to in twenty twenty four? Got a bunch of events coming up. In in the February, I'm doing a deal with uh, Steve Harvey's doing his first barbecue festival in Abu Dhabi. So that's really cool. Um, he reached out to me February or. Well, you've been friends with Steve for a while now. Yeah, you, since you, I've been on the show. I can remember it's probably been, what, four or five years ago, me and you were on the phone. Yeah. And I remember small things like it's about my life. But I sat mm-hmm. in the bank parking lot and talked to you probably 10 minutes before I went to the bank one day. Yeah. And you were telling me about, you know, going on Steve Harvey's show. It was just you hadn't even been on yet. Yeah. To cook for him. Yeah. And he never forgot it, man. And I'm telling you, the guy that's 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 quick, he's quick. He's He's got a great sense of humor. You ain't going to out – Talk him, and you ain't gonna bust him <laughs> out because I mean, he's he's some, he's one of them old school cats that, that he, and that's why I think we hit it off because my grandma had seventeen kids, and he reminds me of one of my uncles. We're sitting there, but they're bringing some CC, and we're sitting there talking, and he he reminds me of one of my uncles. So it's like I'm not, I I don't get like starstruck or or oh my god, Steve. He knew right then and there when I was talking to him. I don't call him Mister Harvey. I, don't, I said, "What's up, Steve?" I said, "What's up, Big Mo?" And that's how it is, man. And and, and it's, it's mutual respect. And he never forgot it. And he called me a couple of times this year. And he's like, I got this thing I'm putting together over in Abu Dhabi. And he said, I want you to you know be a part of it. And I'm like, yeah, man. So he called me. He said, it's a go. You know, he told me what I wanted. I told him what I wanted. And he had his people get a hold of me. I had to say the same thing to them. I had to send a writer. I said, I want to bring my buddy Bob. 
business class, first class all the way, five-star hotel, car service, blah, 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 done. And then my fee. And he's like, done. That's a man that, 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 that cares about you and respects you and knows what your worth is. Ain't nothing like that. So did you make it three? Is it three of us going now? What is well, it? man, I wouldn't. You know what, man? He, Four, I could probably make actually. that happen. I could, I could, make, that, I could probably make that happen. No, man. No, no, no. I just want to see some pictures. I know y'all going to have a really good oh, time yeah. with all that. You haven't that. been there before, right? No. It'll be your first time there? I have no idea what to expect. No. So I got to so, figure out what kind of tattoo I'm going to get because I get a tattoo everywhere I go. Yeah. So, I know we talked about that before, and that was kind of, I'm sure, I bet you were going to ask that question. You no. Well, I, we talked about it on the podcast we did. I know that's something he did, but I don't think Bob started that tradition yet. I don't have tattoos. So. <laughs> no. You have no tattoos. No, he's got one. I got you don't scars. Want, you don't want he's, one? He's, 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 he's pretty yeah, I know you got a couple piercings. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. One or three. One or three. I mean. Third <laughs> nipple. <laughs> we weren't that's supposed to discuss that. That's a good one. Oh, you know, nothing. You know, that's you one never thing know I what can I'll say, say about hanging out with these two here. We have been to countless dinners. Yeah. Memphis and Mays over the years, hanging out with each other, drinking. Just, and this is, uh, we have a really good friendship with these two guys yeah. right here. I mean, we don't see them enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that's the truth about hanging out with these two right here. I'm going to tell you, this man right here, I got a lot of people that I know. Called, obviously, as you know, he's a really good friend of mine. But he's one of the few dudes I know that can let let get me to laugh so hard that I'm crying. <laughs> like, literally tears on coming out of my eyes. <laughs> Not too many people can make me laugh that hard to where I'm, like, literally crying because I'm laughing so hard. That's man right here can I do that. I think I had you at Memphis in May a couple of years ago in my back seat of my truck. You remember oh, that? We ride oh, through downtown Memphis. Hold on here. Hold on here. Uh, we were, you were, you were there, you were too. in the back seat, too. You, you were there. were actually in the back but seat. But Candace was in the front seat. I was driving. Oh, gosh. I was chauffeur. All right, they're night. clarifying that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't rent Chevrolet Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> like Bob. The advantage is you can't get him in the back seat of a Malibu. So. <laughs> well, I, all right. So just so I'm surprised everybody knows. you can get him in the front seat of one. That's just like him. I, know, I used to drive a Honda Accord. Yeah. Oh, my he God. He refused to ride in it. And it was nice. It so wasn't you, a crap. It was a brand new you, you one. You had a nice car. He was like, nope, I but can't. But it was four I'm inches from the ground. Yeah. No. You, you should see me getting out of that Malibu, coming, just coming in here. I'm sure you got the one leg I got out. a crook in my neck because I got. I keep. <laughs> one leg arm up here. <laughs> Dude. One arm over here. Look at your kneecaps, man. I can't I didn't do it. rent the Malibu. My wife did. <laughs> And she's not even here. I know. You know what? Why do you want to blame this kind of stuff in your wife? I know. She didn't Because if that. I was a man and I walk up to the rental car counter and they say, oh, sir, here's the keys to your Chevrolet Malibu. I'm like, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's a mistake on the paperwork. Right here, there's a mistake Switch on the paperwork. Switch me off for a truck. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure there's a mistake on the paperwork. I said Silverado 2500, ma'am. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd have asked for an upgrade. Yeah. I mean, but I get it. I yeah, mean, well, it is what it is. Could have at least got a Prius. It is. Oh, an upgrade. No. No. An yeah. upgrade. You know, I can tell you, though, talking about cars and rides like that, first time I ever went to California, I was shooting that commercial and went out there. And uh, that's the first time I'd ever found out about Uber. It was not on this side of the, side of the country. No, we didn't have it and yet. And all the taxi cabs, I was complaining. I was like, I can't do this. They were all Priuses. All the taxi cabs were, no were Toyota Priuses. And I was like, I hate this. My, yeah. my legs are too long. I mean, they're just too long. It ain't. I'm too tall for a Prius to get right. Get in a Prius in a cab, the way they have a mm-hmm. cage and all that shit and right. everything yeah, else. And, yeah, I couldn't do it. 
And so that's when we found out about Uber and uh, started using Uber. And, uh, yeah, that, that was, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. He likes to say that I'm bougie, but, you know, it's like we're only Uber XL over here or Uber Black. We can't just regularly this Uber. The same way. We can't I have mean, a I'm Malibu sorry. show up. Right. We got to well, have an Uber Black. I know? don't mean anything bad, but I'm six four, yeah. six four and a half. What do you want to call me? Six, four, six four and a half. And I'm at what I'm. I'm <laughs> How yeah, tall are I'm you, Mo? I'm a big man. Six one. Six one. You bigger than six one? No, I'm not. I'm six one. I think he's six two. Well, my point but is he being that tall. It, you know, getting on a car, down in a car that's four inches off the ground. Oh, it sucks. Are clicking. it sucks. And being so tall, your knees are either wedged in the dash mm-hmm. or either wedged into a back seat. And I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else, but I would much rather have an SUV or a van or a right. Just be uh, truck, Just some, be something right. to be comfortable. Yeah. That's how it is when, when I fly now. It. Back in the day, you know, I flew. Oh, uh, yeah. Co- Most places I don't fly, remember, first class. And, and not hey. because of bougie, it's because I'm going to tell you, man. Not comfortable. I ain't either. I flew I, in it once. I'm they, built for comfort, not speed. And I'm going to tell you something, man. When I sit down. I said it for years. I ain't going to be sitting here with my legs, my inner thighs quivering because I'm not trying to <laughs> lean on somebody. Wow. Or I got somebody putting their shoulder right there or, or they feel uncomfortable because I'm a girthy man, you know, and I got to sit there and <laughs> hold myself together, man. And I'm sitting there, you know, got like Tourette's or something because I'm trying to keep, keep it together. And I've got a two-hour flight. That's true. I told myself after that, cuz, okay, son, first class. I don't care what it's cost. But Coach Flash four hundred dollars. It was thousand dollars. Sign me up. <laughs> I mean, I feel you. I'll way. have to sell a little more barbecue because I'm telling you, uh, man. I, I don't care if it's two hours to Kansas City. I'm flying first class. I, I ain't going from here to Atlanta forty five minutes. Not first class. You, bro, I'm telling you, man. I ain't even going into what's the next class back. What is it? Business. Business. Comfort I plus. Going, I comfort plus. I ain't even going there. Comfort plus. Nope. 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 Don't want it. I'm wanting them to say, sir, what can I get you to drink? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, right. I'm either going to take a Tito's and cranberry yes, right. or either a Jack Daniels and ginger ale. That's right. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Or a yeah. Bloody Mary. Or yeah. a Bloody Mary. Depending on what time it is. 4, 8 a.m. Bloody Mary. There you go. And, and, and I like the really cool flight stewardess because they know the ones that, that like to party. Because they'll get you their Tito's. And I'm like, yeah, give me a, a, a double. And they don't have Tito's on certain flights. They'll have like whatever the hell. And I get that in a Bloody Mary. Or something. And she come back. Yeah. I knock that out. She's like, oh, would you like another one? Yes, please. <laughs> oh, would you like it? Yes, please. That was, that's me. I'm like, I think yes, the most I've had yes, on a flight, yes. besides an overseas flight, like a short flight, like somebody had to fly to Atlanta, well, I've knocked out four double Bloody Marys. Now, Woo. granted, I'm good to go. What time <laughs> I get off? And they're like, bye. I'm like, yeah, we, bye. That was a two-hour flight. We sat on the plane in Memphis one time leaving to go to LAX. I did when we went to shoot that commercial. And we started drinking like that. It was four of us drinking like that. And the lady said, are y'all going to drink like this the entire flight? I said, yes, ma'am, probably so. <laughs> she she called, and they brought more liquor to the plane before we took off. Wow. That was a good – I tipped her. Mm-hmm. I bet. I did. I mm-hmm. tipped her. I bet. We all did. I, I was on a first-class flight to Germany once, and the this, the um, woman was spoke broken English. And I thought she said, do you want a wine in flight? I said, "Yeah, I'd love, I'd love that." Well, she brings me out a flight of wine. Oh, so even it was, better! It was this bridge. It was a wooden bridge with six cups of wine in it, and she said, "Just enjoy them. Tell me which one or two you like the best, and I'll bring you a full glass." So I had all those wines. I told them which three I liked. <laughs> she brought me three full glasses, mm-hmm. and I tried to watch a movie and fell asleep for six hours, and it was perfect. Yeah. 
It was really nice. I've never flew an international flight, well, like that. Yeah, we've just been close, like kind of close international. Yeah, the islands and yeah. like that. We haven't been over overseas. I've had some opportunities to. We're in the works now of doing some stuff in Australia and the UK. Yeah, some things right now. Yeah. So, well, what is the favorite place y'all have traveled together? Um, for a class or well, listen, we had anything. we had a great time in the Netherlands. We had a great time in Germany. We've gone to Oktoberfest together. That was wild. Oktoberfest. So tell us about Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest is insane. You like beer, son, and hot dogs? <laughs> hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, hot dogs. Man, I don't need to call them hot dogs. I don't know what they call them or Swiss schnitzel, whatever. Uh, uh, schnitzel. Whatever. No, no. Schnitzel is like a bread. Oh, that's that's pork. right. Yeah. They call uh, it, uh, it's Vorst, Vorst, like sausage. Yeah, sausage. They call them sausage, but hot dog. Vice <laughs> <Hot laughs> Vorst. Man, I'm going to tell you, son. You go in there, man, dog. and you get the, you go into this, this, it's like the fairgrounds. It's like a big fairgrounds. It is. It's, and all these big tents and stuff. It's they a got huge these, carnival. So it's carnival. just like what you see on TV and It all is, man. Stuff. They got the little, the women have the, 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 uh, the, the dresses, the traditional dresses with the frilly stuff and the, you know, like little oatmeal cookie, uh, little girl. Oh, no, that, that one. What's the one with the little? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, kind of whatever. The yeah, the little. Overall. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, over there, beer, they take that seriously. Mm-hmm. They take it like it's serious. You know, and I'm not saying they don't have craft beers over there, but everything over there is like old school beers, right? Yes. And they can only have what? Especially in Munich. And it's, it's a law. They can only have what, four ingredients? I think it is, but I'm not sure. It's like three or four ingredients that the beer can only have to be a true German beer, not some craft blend like that. And there's different regional traditional beers. Different, yeah. We're Munich. So they come in pints, big ceramic Krug. Krug. Yeah, whatever yeah. you said. So I'm going to tell you, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what my old sayings is, no mountain too high for they don't come in pints. They come in liters. Yeah, leaders, 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 excuse me, leaders. A leader of uh, beer. A leader, a leader of beer. Yes. A leader. I killed a leader. four liters. Right? Quick. He drank, not quick, but four liters of beer is a lot of beer, even over the course of two or three hours. Yeah. It's a lot of beer. And our hotel you was. four and a half. You yeah, tried to finish yeah, the fifth. Our, our hotel was only about two blocks away, so we walked to our hotel. Really nice area. So, man, by the time I got to the hotel, man. I was three sheets of the wind. He was. And I was like done. So I walked to the elevator to push the button. And I hear this joker back here going, you a quitter. <laughs> and I turn around. He's at the bar in the hotel. Drinking a gin and tonic. And he's like, I can't let it be shown up by that. I can't do that, man. This is after four and a half. We, I had five liters of beer. That was a lot of beer. So, so you I, had five liters. Yeah. yeah. He had four and a half. Right. So I walked back, and I sat in that bar next to him, man, and I said, give me a, I think it was a mojito. I said something like a mojito. <laughs> something refreshing. Give it me was, something different. Yeah, so I had a mojito, and I don't even remember. He said that I was. He fell asleep with his straw up his nose. You yeah. threw up out your nose? No. No, no I had straw, straw, straw up, up his, his nose. nose. And his chin was holding his his head up on cup like this. So sleeping. I finally said, come on, man, go in, you know, go to your room. And and so I, the early that day we went out shopping and yeah. I love pickles. I love pickles. <laughs> like my wife, she, was, a she was like, how come you keep buying jars of pickles? Cause I like pickles. 
I love like trying all kinds of pickles. I love like pickles. Us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just love pickles. We're pickles and cheese people. Though. Yeah, I oh, keep yeah. in the hat. Big old, and I, she goes, we already got pickles. And I, I just, oh, I need a jar. I bring them a jar of pickles on. Yeah. That's what I do. So earlier that day, I bought some nice pickles. They seem like to be nice pickles. They're nice glass jars and stuff, and they're from Germany and stuff. So I was going to take them home. And I had them in a, on the ledge in the hotel room when you walk in. Most of the room was ceramic tile, and then right around the, the bed was carpet. I came in there stumbling in there, dude, and all I heard was, <laughs> I was face down, ass up how was in the it? bed. How was it again? <laughs> so I'm laying on the bed, Heath, like this. Did you say face down? Ass up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the worst thing, the first thing that gained in my, my, my nose was this overly large smell of pickles. <laughs> Just woke me up. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh. And the, oh, all of that ceramic tile floor had nothing but pickles and pickle juice everywhere. And glass. And glass. This is the next morning. So you passed out and slept right there in the pickle juice all night. No, well, I slept on the bed. He, he was on the bed. I fell on the bed. I was smart enough. I fell on the bed. <laughs> smart. But but uh, yeah, I remember oh. the first thing that woke me up was the smell of pickles, and I sat there and like, damn it, man. So I picked up some pieces that I could, the big pieces and stuff, and I said, these these the the uh, the maids they're gonna be pissed because they're gonna walk in here and just see this mess. They're gonna be like, what the thing's missing? Some goats or some stuff? What the hell's going on in here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, that was my my thing with pickles. We have many stories. But yeah. yeah, we have a ton of stories. Well, on our way to Munich, we were, we were at a barbecue contest week before. We flew into Munich, and then we had to take a train. And we were in the subway, and there's a very steep, very long escalator. Like Atlanta. That, that leads out of the subway into the city. And I was just in front of Mo. I was probably two steps in front of Mo. And got big, heavy bags, because we're there for two weeks. And it's like two trips in one. So I'm bringing all my cooking stuff and my regular clothing and we're buying stuff. Two big heavy bags. So like I said, he's two steps down from me. We're going. We're about three quarters of the way up this escalator. And my bag, the wheels slip off the step. And it's so heavy that it starts pulling me backwards. And I think I can get a hold of this thing. Now he's halfway up the escalator by this time. And he looks like one like Atlanta, like real steep. Steep. Even steeper. And I'm thinking, oh, I got this. I don't got this. The whole thing. Tipped me back. I flipped over. My legs went in the air. I said, Mo. He goes, I got you. I it got was like you. slow motion. It was like. He was just going. Guess what? He didn't have me. <laughs> he was just tumbling. I was like, I got you, Bob. I, I don't got you, Bob. I he tumbled all head over in. Yeah. Head over. All the way down the All the way down the escalator. <laughs> And laid flat on my on back. back. And he had this blood coming out of his forehead. I'm just like, damn it, Bob. <laughs> and I'm laying there thinking to myself, like, where am I hurt? There's there's people <laughs> rushing me. They're rushing me. Rushing like, me. See how I'm doing. I'm like, what I mean, head on me. I mean, he went. It wasn't signs. I was all the way at the top he was laughing. laughing his ass off the top <laughs> of the escalator. And I'm laying there flat on my back, like 100 feet down. <sighs> at least he wouldn't have been like me. I'd have been like, quit playing. Get up. Come on. We got to go. <laughs> I well, fell with such force that my leg broke your uh, the handle of your. Uh, oh, he was suitcase. coming down like he was like like. <laughs> it was like a slow motion. It's like I couldn't believe this was happening. And I'm just watching you the process. I'm just like, damn it, this is really happening. 
I'm like, wow, it's really. It wasn't like falling side. It was like in over in, like something you see out of a movie. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn it, dude. Uh, I got you. I don't got you. <laughs> yeah. Well, was it that night when you slammed your finger in the door? Yes. Dude, we went out to dinner. Oh. We were staying this badass oh. old school, like, oh, terrible castle like hotel. Yeah. And you know, like them big, big. thick oak doors from here to the ceiling, oh, yeah. like yeah. that thick, you know, stuff you They see, probably like weigh 100 Viking, pounds King piece. Days, you know, you got King Charles kind of stuff. Yes. Our bedroom, bathroom door was like that. But it was on a spring. So when you opened it, it automatically started closing. And I didn't realize it. And I'm just looking around my room at this point. We're about Beautiful to meet room. for dinner. Yeah. And, and I had my. shoved the door open and got you. I shoved the door open and I had my hand, you know, mm. kind of sitting there. And it came back and slammed my middle finger, crushed it. And this door was like that thick. No joke. Crushed it. I, I can't even How did tell you, you scream? the words. How did you scream? Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that. Like, are you serious right now? Yeah. We went to the restaurant. Sorry if that was too we, loud. We went, to the, we went to the restaurant that night, and I didn't know this happened. And Bob comes in, he sits down, he goes, look at my he's, got this, he's got this look on his face like, like, like he, he, like you tell, he's like, I said, what's wrong with you, man? He said, man, you can't I just stand the smashed pain. my finger in the door. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, you know, I thought, he, and then bar, the bartender came, she goes, what, what, what would you like to drink? I, he had asked for like four double the bourbon, <laughs> some bullshit like that. And I'm like... Yeah. And there was still dried blood on my face from the escalator incident. <laughs> so... Three hours before. They bring these big drinks. I think he had a couple of drinks, like bourbon, like like four fingers. To, I mean... Yeah. And I thought he was going like, to share with us and stuff. He's like, I ain't sharing none of this. This is all me. I didn't say a word. I just went... Yep. And then grabbed the next one. Yep. The, the pain. You Have you ever smashed your finger like that? I mean, not like that. Probably not. I mean, I've shut in a car door before. Oh, no. I would have rather. But I have cat-like reflexes. Broke oh, a finger. And I also don't. I would notice if a door had a spring on it when I No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> Trust me. He probably wouldn't. No, I don't think you would. Well, I'm not the one that slammed my finger in the door. You are. <laughs> and and I also don't drive a Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> For Candace, the win. Please call me when he smashes you, his finger in the door. What is your everyday like vehicle? Laugh. What do you drive? I have a uh, Ram 1500. That's right. Sums it up. Sounds like a Chevy Malibu renter to me. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love my truck. Pull, oh my pulls God. my cookers, does what I need to do. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> Eating grin on your face. Well, tell us, Heath. What's uh, what is the... Give us... give you, you, you I know you guys got a cornucopia of... Uh, 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 Experiences. What do you want to know? Oh, tell us your most your most embarrassing. You tell us his most embarrassing. He yeah. would probably moment. kill me. He would. He probably doesn't want me to. Which one? Nashville. He said, "Which one?" <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> Let's hear it. Matter to me. Let's hear it. So we. You don't tell it. Tell it right. Before we were Heath Riles Barbecue, you know, we've been with some other teams oh, in yeah. the past. Yeah. Um, a lot of we, party we, teams. We were, yeah. were we? Maybe we were. Hmm? Okay, okay, my bad. My timing's messed up. That's right. Um, anyway, so we go to Nashville for a contest and go out the night before, and just this one just gets hammered, like to the point where we're like in the room early. Seven thirty. Next thing I know, he's in the bathroom throwing up. Yeah. Mm. You know, Candace, come help me. Come, oh, help. come help me. I did not come help him. I was pissed. 
But anyway, what did he actually need help with? Uh, Holding his head. So above the toilet? he had the waste basket, and he had thrown up in it. And then he dropped it. Oh, so it was like, and it exploded. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, I'm not helping with anything. Yeah. No. Like, no. Candace no. ain't going to buy that. She ain't bought that life. <laughs> no. I'll be in the lobby. Yeah. So, anyways, next day, got to get up, go to the barbecue, you know, go downstairs. Um, eat breakfast. Eat breakfast. Uh, I think we were waiting on the valet to get the, the vehicle or something to I that was effect. Probably, it was Memphis and Mac. No, this was Nashville. Oh, it was a music oh, city Nashville. barbecue fest. I got you. And so the next thing I know, Heath is like, I got to go back upstairs. I'm like, okay. He's like, I'll be back. I'll be right back. I think I know where this is headed. I mean, we'll start with an SH. Yeah, a fart wouldn't a fart. <laughs> So oh, no, I got something. I got something to wrap in the valet line. Running down his leg, oh, I got, I got some goes, goes and gets in the elevator with two older oh, ladies. Gosh. Ooh, I bet Funkmaster Flex. <laughs> Can you put bring this back out here? of the elevator, telling the ladies to have a nice day? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> my boy. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something. Then. I got that's something that's that's that's, that's uh, disgusting. probably rival that. That was 25 years ago. 20 years ago. That's disgusting. This ain't oh. 25 years you know, ago. What? Are we allowed to drink? I want to sound good. All right. It was like 10 years ago. Can Temple we drink right. uh, bourbon on this show? Yeah. 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 You do whatever you want. Can you hand me that bottle? Well, these I've been over to like much. Australia multiple times doing barbecue class in the meat stock deal, you know, and going over doing guard classes and attending the festival. Well, this was. Thank you, sir. I've been over there probably, I don't know, maybe four or five times and been in New Zealand about three times, whatever. Well, when I was, I think it was my second time, this was in New Zealand. So this was my second, this was my second time coming to New Zealand for the same festival. And everybody knows I love seafood. Love seafood. Oysters, mussels, I can't get enough of it. And this, this class that I was doing was on the backside of this really fancy waterfront type restaurant in the backside, they had a little barbecue area. They sold barbecue, and that's where I did my barbecue class. So this was a day before doing my class. You know, I'm going there. Mo, this is a chef, and the guy looked like Michael Fassbender all day long. He was the, like the executive chef. Big Mo, da 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 da. You know, I gave him a bottle of beef rubs. He was using some of it, and for the customers, whereas I mean, it was a really good restaurant. So he said, man, anything you want is on the house. You just let me know what you want, and I'll take, I have to make sure the guys take care of you. So every day I add a plate that big of nothing but fresh mm. raw seafood. Mussels, oysters, clam, beautiful. Just I smashed the whole thing. Well, I didn't know that one of those mussels oh, no. was bad. Mm. I didn't catch it. So that night... Summertime and over there, they don't really believe in air conditioning. It's like open windows. That's what you got to do. Mm. It's not like you know some of them have the like the roll. They, they got some of those you know ones that, that no. sit up like that. But this particular hotel room did not have. They just had the windows that opened all the way up. That's what they do over there. So I'm laying in bed, dude, and I start getting the motherfucking sweats. Twenty bucks. <laughs> no. And 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 I'm 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 like like oh my god, man. And my stomach is doing the Macarena, cuz. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, Heath. <laughs> I get up, I'm stripped down butt naked, because I was hot, sweating. You get I'm naked in. when you go to the bathroom, too? Yeah, I so I'm laying in bed, butt naked, in a fetal position like this. At this time, oh gosh, 
I'm using straight up Jedi mind tricks not to shit on myself. <laughs> my butt cheeks, I, I don't think you could clamp them any tighter. You could break a pin off in there, and that's how tough it was. I was trying, Heath, listen to me, man. I'm laying in that bed like this, and I'm trying my damnness with all of my strength not to go to the bathroom with myself. And all of a sudden, I hear this. <laughs> literally, with that type of pressure, it was like. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God. I just shit on myself. <laughs> Let me tell you that sound again. <laughs> That's how hard and spread. Oh, I painted a Monet on that bed sheet. I got up. And I looked at it myself and I said, this is absolutely Beautiful. atrocious, Mo Kason. You just shit on yourself in this bed. And that bed sheet was just like, it was like a painting. And I said, I cannot, I cannot let these maids find this. And I was, stomach, I was still sick. So I walked, duck walked to the, to the shower, turned it on. Jumped in the shower and commenced the still pooping and throwing up at the same time. Oh, wow. wow. After that was done, oh. I had every window open in that apartment. And it was like that funk was like, we ain't going nowhere, son. Oh, God. I had crosswind trying to happen. What happened? <laughs> that smell was vile. Okay. okay. So I gathered the sheet oh. off the bed, balled them up, took them in the shower, and I hand washed. <laughs> with, wow. with body gel, the sheets, because I said, can I have these? And Because I've seen the maids the, next, the day before, and these big Maori women, you know, like serious like women. And I'm like, I can't let these women come in here and see this. Because they're going to see me eventually, maybe, and they're going to be like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> and so I washed these sheets in the shower in wow. New Zealand. Oh, my God. And I felt absolutely horrible. I'm going to be honest with you. You have a story of the year right now. Oh going for you. Absolutely. I don't think no one. I mean, I thought I had something going on. No. I thought I had that's a good story. A, that's the sound. Remember that. That is exactly how loud it was. It was loud. The pressure washer. It was exactly what it was. And my butt cheeks, they, they were quaking. My sphincter probably was like, just say, I'm done. I, I can't hold nothing no more. I'm done. They give out. They gave out. Oh god. And I, I swear to God, I, I ne never, never, never. That sound is in my head to this day, and will always be to the day I die. Oh wow. And now it's in ours. Thanks, man. Yeah, now it's but gonna you be. You know, it's it's, it's it's fact though, man. It's life. Rogan, I'm coming. So I'm do coming not eat you. bad seafood. Oh. So uh, now, do you? Would you say that you can uh, find the muscle that is bad on the platter? Well, actually, to be honest. It took always. me a while to eat mussels again. I was about to say, can you eat? I eat oysters, but I haven't really ordered mussels in a long time. Did you, you say you had raw mussels? Yeah, raw mussels. So yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a raw mussel. Uh, I love eater. Them. I never had raw mussels. I never even seen it served. Were they steamed and then chilled? No, these were these these were raw. I think mussels. That's where you went wrong. You just ate raw mussels and you shouldn't. Well, that's what they. That's how they. <laughs> I don't. I don't eat mussels. I don't know. Hmm. They could have been steamed. I don't know. I don't think so because everything was like a raw raw plate. Yeah. I love coconut curry mussels. Ooh, you know, like a coconut milk and all that. Absolutely. You know, yeah. mussels. I love yeah. that mussels. No. Cajun. 
I like Cajun butter mussels. They're delicious. That sounds good. Yeah. That would be good with your Cajun, with your Creole. Would. Make a compound butter. Maybe do a little coconut milk, too. I wonder how that yeah, would play absolutely. out. I think it would go well. Let's try it. I might have tried that. Yeah. So, <laughs> on to the next one. <laughs> I don't think story time can be topped no, in this never. place ever again. I'm going to be honest. Um, I, I, I just don't think it can be stopped. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to go there that way. No, but we're talking real no, stuff. You, you man. actually le- left him speechless. You did. You left me speechless. <laughs> you know, I, I have a, a. I lost my train of thought. I'm still, <laughs> that sound is what, in my head I, now. Where am I? That sound is in my head. He said. <laughs> that sound is in my head. Now. So y'all do the classes together. You yes. Go. You cook on. You cook competition. Do you ever cook competition still? Yeah. Do you guys have you ever joined up to cook a competition? We've, we've never competed together. You don't cook much competition wise anymore, besides Memphis, yeah. like me, right? Memphis. Yeah. That's I mean, the only I went from I went from twenty twenty two competitions a year down to ten, and then down to five. And do you sell your barbecue trailer? I did. I did. <laughs> um, so now, like most of my cooker, I just got I just bought a M and M two forty off of him. So now it can compete again. Um, I might do two or three a year. Yeah, but, I'm getting a five hundred built. I mean, my head is where. You know, making money with the pit. We ought to go do a collaboration somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to cook some ribs. Yeah, you, so there you go. Ours, that's it. You got it. All right, that's it. it. You, got you got ribs. You got. I've had your. I had all your barbecues. Great. We we, I, we just go hang out and have a good time. But all that's right. what I want to do. Ribs, now. chicken, brisket. Just want to have fun. I'll just man. go pick one, and go out of town somewhere. You let me know, man. I'm yeah, there, bro. Let's do it. I'm just there. I'll go cook brisket. You cook ribs. You cook pork, chicken, whatever. And yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. We do one piece. You do too. That's that's fine. Yeah. I get that. Well, there's times, man, where we do barbecue classes, and it's like I do. We do our normal things is chicken, ribs, pork butts, brisket, and beef ribs. Right. But if Mo Cason's getting that Weller, and he does his chicken, his ribs, I do my pork and my brisket. But sometimes he had to come in and clutch and do the beef ribs because, like, <laughs> well, he, yeah, he was doing the beef rib at the end of the day, mm-hmm. the first few classes, mm. and then I'd be like, "Yo, Mo, it's time for Mo, Mo," and he's like. <laughs> I've seen you go over to the corner. Before. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I know we normally do. There's a couple times, man, where I'm feeling. Yeah, you got to shift and pivot every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he could do three. He could do three instead of two. I, have, I normally do the three. He I doesn't know. I have no problem doing that. He, uh, he's I do all damn pro. five if you, if you want me to. Yeah, he, I, he, I he, love he's doing it. He's a pro, man. He's a pro. We, 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 work, we work well together and just like we work good. We need to do all the other classes. Y'all tell good stories together. When yeah. we were there that day, actually, at your class up in Michigan, yeah. we sat back and it was, uh, like I said, me and Candace and your brother. Yeah. And uh, his wife, and who else was sitting up there? Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Oh yeah. And uh, y'all do y'all y'all bounce well. Off yeah. Each well, other. and that's been a few years ago, so y'all are sure. probably even more, more right like now. a well-oiled machine yeah. now. Yeah. And and we we have these little cues that we know, just him and I know that. Hey, start this one off. Do you have time for one quick story? Yeah. So let let me start it. Yeah. And I'll tell you where to, to come in. It has nothing to do with Monet. No. Monet. Mo and I were at a were at a barbecue contest uh, in the Netherlands, the Hague. It was the idea. This guy Dan Homan out of the Netherlands decided he wanted to do kind of a fun little Ryder Cup thing. So it was a hundred and some teams in Europe, and then five teams from the U.S. came over, and they their scores got put up against the five best European teams in that contest. Mm-hmm. So it was a double contest. And the fact that you had to turn in two boxes of chicken at the same time to two different sets of judges. 
two boxes of ribs, two boxes of pork, two boxes of brisket. So you're turning in two sets of judge at the same time, which is pretty cool. But when you're a one-man team, it's a little difficult to get together. I mean, I've done it. And and there's a lot to – have you? Yeah, Randall Bowman's contest, I sure have. Oh, he so done it was a the triple. Same, a triple at the same time. I mean, no, it was a double the first day at the same time, turn okay. ins, and then yeah. a single the Sunday. Right, okay. So you understand where we're coming from. But you can take it out of the same a... product. Absolutely, right? absolutely. So it's easy. Well, okay. Can he finish So it's easy story? for you. It's easy for you. Uh, windy, rainy, cold, the Netherlands, under tents. We had ceramic grills. Mo had a couple of Green Mountain grills. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a it was So a he big went sh- in no panic then. He was good. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you want me to take Oh, no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. Long story short, this is all being filmed, so they keep stopping us to do things. They were making a show out of this. So we're in, we have cots, and we're prepared. The night is kind of ending, and we're getting ready to, um, you know, get briskets on and dim the lights and get some rest because we got to be up at five for ribs. So I'm in a cot here in my tent. Moe's in the middle. Tuffy's on the other side of him. And then maybe uh, Bad Byron, Bad Byron, Jim Elser over here. And about two hours into falling asleep, his lights are on. He's rushing around. It smells delicious. I don't know what's going on over there. And uh, he's panicking. Or you could take over. So, first of all, I'm going to tell you. So, Green Mountain Grills sent some big, you know, some 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 pillow grills for me to cook on. You know, and I I've got them on my back deck, and I know like the back of my hand. I can cook great briskets on, cook great proteins on them. And so I turned it on, had my bibs on, had my cot. And I put, normally I put those briskets on like at 11 o'clock if I'm doing the GMG. And uh, I lay down on the cot with my little pillow. And then like an hour, hour and a half later, the pillow cooker's beeping at me saying it needs pellets. So I get up, fill up the hopper. I'm like, that's weird. You know, so I laid back down. It wasn't two hours, two hours, two and a half hours in. This brisket smelling fire. I'm like, wait a minute. It shouldn't be smelling like this. So I get up, stand in front of that cooker. Now, mind you, I'm from the land of Fahrenheit. <laughs> oh, no. Not Celsius. Celsius. I knew where you were fishing to go with this. Yeah. I look at this thing and it's. This brisket is rolling. I mean, it's smelling great, but it's it's, it's asking for more pellets. And I start looking at it, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. This shit is in. So I set normally at 100 and, wait, $240 Fahrenheit. Well, I put it at 240 Celsius. Oh, yeah, so it was, it was hot. It was pegged out, 500-some degrees. I was like... Damn! I get my phone out. I turned it down to what I supposed to have it at for 240 degrees. We were cooking some amazing, they were grass-fed, but amazing, highly marbled Wagyu briskets. And I normally, and, and another thing I teach in my class, like you guys have probably seen it, I've always cooked meat side up, not fat side down. I mean, not fat <laughs> side up. It's always fat side down, meat side up. It's because of the quality of the meat. Now, we're going to... I thought it was I was toast. When I mean I grabbed that brisket off of there, it was like 
And fat was hard as a rock. That's hard as a rock, dude. Scorched. So I wrapped it in a bunch of paper, and there was a styrofoam cooler, and I told these guys, don't open the cooler up. Mind you, this is like 2 o'clock in the morning, and turn is not until like 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I want my briskets to rest, but I didn't want them to slumber. And that's what it was going to do, slumber. You know what I mean? So, But I had no choice. So I put it in there and let it rest. Well, the next day, you know, we're going through our proteins, chicken, ribs. I was not looking forward to grabbing this brisket out because I knew what happened the night before. So I uh, grabbed it out, unwrapped it. And I mean, when I mean stiff as a board, dude, it was. But the top looked nice. <laughs> so I start slicing that brisket, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. Now, Bob was nice enough that he had some au jus left over from his brisket turn in. I said, you got any au jus? He had some au jus, a little, little, little uh, aluminum foil boat, and I took my slices. First of all, I took it and picked the slice up, and I'm thinking, oh, shoot, it's not crumbling. Oh, my God. I took this mm, nine slices, and I set them in that uh, au jus and just said, I'm going to let them rock here before I put my box. My box is already built, but, you know, get it ready to go. But what I did was, before I put those slices in there, I took that brisket and I flipped it over, and I took my brisket knife and I cut all of that burnt, hard, scorched stuff off of it. It was just meat. Took a little of my rub, hit it. Took my sauce, kind of hit it. A little dusting more rub sauce, boom, doom. Took a little bit of light sauce, au jus, with a little bit of broth. I mean, with a little bit of au jus. Made a little sauce on the exterior of that brisket, sliced it, put it in au jus, let it sit. And then I put it in the box, and I was... I was blown away on how well it still was being cooked in just a matter of a few hours. The whole brisket was done. But because it was a high-end Wagyu, highly marbled, knocking on the door of Kobe, it was that good of a brisket. That was what saved my brisket. It's because it had so much marbling, it was able to take that pounding. You just cut off the, the scorched part of it, and I was still able to salvage nice slices. And I turned that brisket, in, even though I didn't think I had a hell's chance of getting a call, I ended up getting, what, fifth? Yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure I got fourth and he got fifth. Brisket. And I did everything right and he fucked everything up. Yeah. Well, but been there and he, done corrected. He, he made corrections. Yeah. He made necessary corrections at the but, very end. But well, the lesson is I cooked meat side up always. So it was, if it was the meat side down, it would have been done. Yeah. yeah. If it was anything less than a high-end brisket, it would have been done. But because it was such a highly marble brisket... I'm like, like you on a highly on a on a high end brisket. I'm always cooking fat side down, yeah, and meat side up. That's me because I'm trying to create good, nice bark. Oh, yeah. Bark. You want to understand? We teach that in our class. You know, because you, know? you cook a meat side down, it's great for the backyard and everything. But the thing is, well, you know the trick I teach. Yeah, I teach once you take it off in like your butchered paper and you done wrapped it the right way and it's meat side up and it's steamed. Once you take it off your pit to hold it, flip it over. Yep. Well, that's the thing that you do in Texas. You do that. I learned. I learned to do that too back in the day. Um, they do that in Texas because what happens is the juice that's Run in there down, just it makes soft that soft bark, stuff, but it still keep the bark. so keep it because you're not cooking right. anymore on it, right? Mm-hmm. And you're not moving it. It's not just. It's not you're not disturbing that bark. Yeah, yep. that seal. Mm-hmm. And that's that's any meat. We were talking about that. Uh, well, on your podcast before, right? Or am I getting confused about this? About. Keeping meat whole until you're ready to make sandwiches instead of oh, chopping yeah, yeah. it up mm-hmm. because it turns yeah. like it oxidizes it. All the sure. oxygen once the oxygen sure. hits that meat, it's going to turn it gray. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's yeah. pork, mm-hmm. beef, right, whatever. Chicken's about the only thing. And let's face it, you can tell when chicken starts getting dry, it gets spots on yeah. it. It's yeah, yeah. spotty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, but it is what it is. Yeah. 
So, all this Memphis and May stuff going on. Yeah. You ready to come on back down and. Man, I am ready for Memphis and May. We ain't but a few months away with it being February now. I know, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting my application in. And uh, I'm just, I can't wait. So you uh, you built a new pit and all from Memphis and May this year, right? I've, I've got a pit being built right now uh, from Eminem, and it's th- it's my first offset from them. Um, it's a 500. It's going to be pretty trick. It's going to have um, it'll be a wide version, so it's going to have a 500 custom painted wheels and like that stainless rock rack that I always do with all my pits. I put stainless rod in there, three eighths rod. And so the upper and lower shelves will all be stainless rod. And then on the back side of it, there's going to be, he hasn't released that. No one's seen it. Only a few people have, but it's, he's doing a hog cooker. Kind of like, like mm-hmm. what you see at Roddy Scott's place. You know, it's just a hog cooker. You put coals underneath there. You can put charcoal, whatever, but it's a hog cooker. And I was talking to Bob, you know, which is a great idea. I'm probably going to bring that. Like the box. Like the box. And I was going to use that as my presentation. Yeah, this is just right all here. stainless rod for me to canvas, mm-hmm. and I can have that real nice and just. And then the guys can just pivot, taking the shoulders out of the out of the five hundred, bringing over and putting that one shoulder there and having it all dressed up like yeah. that. Perfect. And then, but I love my rotisserie. My rotisserie is what I took mm-hmm. uh, first time ever making finals was with on that rotisserie because that flavor. So I got a thousand uh, M M&M and M thousand, which is awesome. My favorite pit. But and it's battleship theme because I was in the Navy, so it's battleship gray and it's got USS Missouri on one side, it's got USS Pelu on the other I've side. I've seen it online. Yeah, it's a badass pit. I love it. I love it. And I would, I was, gonna, that's what I plan on taking and bringing down there. But that 500 has less of a footprint, even though I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm by myself. You know, I mean, I got my team that comes in, but they're all coming from New Zealand, Oregon, Florida. I can't have them guys coming down trying to fly in just to yeah, drive another extra pit equipment. down. So. I'm gonna look and see how this 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 grill is, because if I have to maybe build something like I got steps like aluminum steps I had built for like an RV, for like that pit the trailer I bought from you, you know I got nice aluminum steps and use that to where they can come up and look because that that mm-hmm. that chamber is gonna be like you know eye level probably you know low low it'd be lower than that and take, take it to probably be at my throat like that. Yeah, but know? you still need something. To, I see what you're saying. You know, so where they can walk up and say, oh okay, and I can sit there. So even if you I know, have Memphis, to, you could rent something like that. A platform would be built platform. up to it if yeah, you needed to, to walk exactly. up to it with a rail, maybe with a little handrail, with a, with a handrail and all. Yeah, that. so that's what I'll do. So yeah. then they can come up and they can see the shoulder and see the, in the presentation and everything's going to be really nice and pristine. I'm not even going to fire that pit up. That 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 pit, that pit will be just for, you know. And I learned that sure. from you guys. You know. Yeah, I use yeah. a show pit too. It's just easier down there, man. Instead of cooking on your big one and all that, I wish I could show on my big beauty. But like you, it just Man, it's you're trying to cook on it and set glazes on it and you know keep your fire right. And you got to scrub the heat out of it when you get done cooking. Yeah, and so having something you can put a little bit of heat in, just keep the food hot and not melt your your garnish you puts in there and all yeah. that wilty lettuce and all yeah. that. It kind of or your kale or whatever you yeah. use, you know, uh, tends to help out a lot more. Yeah, I learned that from you guys last year, man, and uh, you know, and you guys said you guys are, I love you guys, man. You guys are good friends, man, and and this is the first time I ever made finals and. Uh, it was emotional for me, man. I mean, I, I love that contest. I mean, I've done lots of cook-offs. Just like you've done lots of cook-offs. Bob's done lots of cook-offs and everything. But that cook-off. It's different. It's just love it. Mm-hmm. I just love, I love the people, man. It's guys like you guys. You know what I mean? That's um, that's what makes the contest. If there was a contest full of horrible people, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't do it. That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to be polite. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. 110%. You know, I mean, I it's, it's because of the people. What's up, Big Mo? I haven't seen you. You know, you see him once a year. 
I see you guys probably once a year. You know what I mean? Like you know, it's, it's like well, we got to make it more common now. It's well, been no, twice. So oh, you can get sick of tired of me. I'm camped out. I'm camped out, and you gonna be like, can't be like, look, man, Mo, we like you and everything, but you can't be bringing your sleeping bag and then staying for like. You two ain't gonna weeks have to bring no sleeping bag. Why is there a Mo Kason logo on the bedroom door? That's weird. I mean, bring it. It don't matter to me. It don't matter to me. We just gonna hang out and drink a little Weller, and tell some stories, and maybe fire up a pit. You teach me how to shoot ducks. That's it. We shoot something. Well, look, I appreciate y'all coming on the show today. I've had an absolute blast uh, laughing, and uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, your your topic, your Monet, is going to be a great. Storyline to tell. I, I, you know, I'm just keeping it. You know me, man. I just keep it real. I know it's not probably barbecue themed. It's more seafood themed. <laughs> but you know, it's, just, it'll, it'll, it's food. Hey, ain't nothing like it. You first, heard it here wait, first. Second, and, if you, and if you come to our classes, I will spare you the details, and he will not tell that at the class. No, well, that'll work. No, well, look. There's very few people heard that, and now we just put it out in the, in the whole world. For you to hear, for everybody here, which is cool. That's it. That's Nothing. Cool. So tell everybody where they can find y'all at. www.monet.com. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> where, where can they find find you at to get your seasons, your sauces, okay. your rubs, more about you, all that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, so you can go to mocasonbbq.com. Uh, that's my personal website. My daughter handles that for me. And then I have uh, my stuff's available at Academy Sports, my rubs, uh, Winn-Dixie stores, Harvey's, Alfresco down south in Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, uh, Ace Harbor stores nationally, coast to coast. Um, if it's not in there, you just go to the to the manager and they pull it up. It's in the system, and they also can pull from the warehouse. And then Hy-Vee, which is the largest grocery chain in the Midwest, um, I'm there. Yeah, and my products are at BobTrudnackBBQ.com, and our classes are at the Bob and Mo BBQ Show.com. Well, that'll work. Yeah. Nothing like it, and uh, like I said, it's always good hanging out with y'all. Yeah, buddy. Always a good time shooting the queue with good friends. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all for coming on. Until next time, we'll see y'all next week. Stay thirsty. (laughs) Stay thirsty. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to the Shooting the Queue podcast. If you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, please feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels or through our website. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Leave us a review if you enjoyed the show. Until next time, keep shooting the cue.